once again, we come to the holiday season, a deeply religious time that each of us observes in his own way by going to the mall of their choice. Dave Barry. Welcome to Ghost Spaghetti, the podcast where two people talk about all things ghosts and occasionally something spaghetti while being experts at neither. My name's Jason. My name's Red. The mall. The mall. What do you like about the mall? I love the mall. I love people watching, mall walkers, the smells, the food. You love mall walkers, of all things? I do. I like weirdos in general. (sighs) Okay, that's good to know. I'm a bit of a mall walker. Well, not that you asked, but... I like going to the mall because it makes me feel like I'm doing something, but I'm also doing nothing. It's a place where I let the smells, sounds, and sights just wash over me while I meander around for minutes or hours. I also like the feeling of community because we're all here in this building, just existing peacefully together. It's interesting that you mentioned community. Did you know the original creator of the mall had a different vision than we see today? No kidding. Yep, Victor Gruen, a socialist Austrian architect, created what we consider the modern mall. His idea was to create a space where people would shop, live, and connect. He envisioned the mall to be like a public meeting space, where people go to share ideas and forge society. Essentially a place to be drawn to as a community. It's my understanding that later in life, he actually like tried to disavow his paternity as the father of the modern mall just because he he was so sad about what it became, which is basically just the place devoted to commerce. But anyway. That's a bummer. I know, major bummer. So if a mall is a place that you're drawn to in life... It could probably be a place you're drawn to in death. So let's get to it. The first mall we're going to talk about today is the Westfield Santa Anita, or also known as the Arcadia Mall or the Santa Anita Fashion Park. It's here in sunny SoCal. It is next to a racetrack. And apparently some folks and enough folks where this has actually ended up in multiple mall haunting lists have reported seeing a child supposedly dressed in 1930s clothing, also some reports that it's 1930s sailor clothing, Mm. wandering around the area that used to be the KB Toys. And yes, my referring to a KB Toys is kind of a deep track, but if you're from the area and you're of a certain age, you know what I mean. It's my understanding that some people have tried to reach out to this apparition, but the apparition never replies. And one thing that most people comment on is that the child ghost appears to be walking on air. And actually, I did look a little bit into the history of the area. And I tried to do a cursory review of like what used to be there. Because I thought, oh, maybe some kind of a boat-themed attraction was there. But unfortunately, I didn't uncover anything other than the reports of this apparition. Interesting. Well, let me tell you about the uh, Cherryville Rockford Mall in Rockford, Illinois. 
Apparently, employees feel that they're being watched when they're shutting down the store. You know, that's spooky because they're probably watched by, like, their managers via camera and by a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and they've also noted that bathroom stalls feel as if they're shut or being held closed when they're well, trying to open them. Well, that's interesting because the bathroom doors are probably being shut by their managers and by a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to get out of those bathroom stalls. Yeah. Really hard. Uh, there's also a couple in Pennsylvania at the Harrisburg Mall. Security guards have reported a feeling of dread and being watched. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> being watched by their managers <laughs> and by ghosts. Yeah. Continue. And in Mount Pocono, there's been reports of a lady ghost in the mall. Uh, well, if I, being a lady myself, if I was a ghost, you could believe I'm at the mall. That is so spooky. Let me add to that my own little piece of um, personal history or personal knowledge. A friend of mine used to work at the Glendale Galleria at a store, which I will not name for the safety of this friend or the, um, I guess, the employment prospects of this friend. But they actually reported uh, a murder occurring there. And then shortly after the murder... There were instances of items in that store just collapsing, falling to the floor with no obvious intervention, and also an instance of an office chair gliding from one part of the room to another. Hmm. Hmm. And just a little aside, I know here in the United States we think that you know we're the kings of everything, but we're not the kings of haunted malls because there's actually haunted malls in Scotland, Mexico, Egypt, the Philippines, probably other ones, but those are the ones that showed up on some of the internet's best haunted mall listings. That makes me wonder if there's something in the collective unconscious, like a shared human fear related to malls Hmm. or like market centers. I wonder if it's that we sense that in all the abundance that there is to explore in this world, we're afraid that we'll spend our eternal afterlife in the mall And will we strive to connect with the mundane of all things? You know, if you've seen some George Romero movies, that's not a a hard leap to make because, right? All the zombies go to the mall. That's right. Yeah. That's where they always, they they go back. They end up at the mall. Yeah, and if you're a ghost, maybe you end up at the mall too. If you were a mall ghost, what area would you haunt and why? Why? I would haunt the sports store and and the food court for sure. Okay, sports store, both why? Because help me out here. Sports store to, I can watch the games because they always have the big screen going. And the food court so I can smell all that greasy food and watch all those uh, strange people eating. Mm. Got it. How about you? I think I'd hop the movie theater because why not spend eternity watching the progress that our culture is making from afar and smelling popcorn. My backup location would be a Nordstrom because it is the epitome of class and fanciness. <laughs> and my safety would be the Wetzel pretzel because I like to watch people make pretzels. I could do that for the rest of my uh, eternal life. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. 
nine times out of ten, when you're driving to the mall, what are you looking to buy? Usually something really specific. I like to get in and out of the mall. So it's a game store or like a a store where I can only get a specific hat. That type of thing. How about you? <laughs> You're doing it wrong. If I'm there, <laughs> I'm absolutely there for a pretzel and a lemonade. It's people watching. And if I got a few bucks in my pocket, I'm also there to buy a new purse or a new bag. Do you think maybe a kit bag? All right, you got me. A kit bag. Tune in next time for a spaghetti story retelling of The Kit Bag by Algernon Blackwood. All right, and that's this week's episode of Ghost Spaghetti. We hope this episode left you dying for more. Tune in next week when we make a stop at the intersection of lost love and lore. If you know of a mall maligned with a ghostly presence, please share it with us at ghostspaghettipodcast at gmail.com. To spook us on Instagram, follow us at Ghost Spaghetti Podcast, or find us and our ghost notes at our haunt on the web, ghostspaghetti.com. Catch you later, meatballs. Ghost Spaghetti.